Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. Long ago, the writer of the New Testament book of Hebrews said that the Word of God, meaning the Bible, is sharp and powerful. He likened it to the two-edged sword. It was part of the Roman armor which had been used to tame the world. The Roman soldier used it to hack and thrust. It was deadly in the hands of a soldier who knew how to wield it. The writer of Hebrews said that this book, so cherished by many and spurned by others, penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. When I went into Russia for the first time in 1976, long before communism fell, I was asked if I had a Bible, basically the same question put to me in China in 1979. Why? Obviously, communists were afraid of the power of this book. They still are. This book, as no other book in the world, changes the lives of people. Take, for example, the pocket New Testament that inadvertently was dropped from the deck of an English ship of war in a Japanese harbor way back in the year 1854. A Japanese sailor, seeing the little book in the water, plucked it from the sea, and it ended up in the hands of a Japanese general by the name of Murata, whose assignment was to monitor the English ship. General Murata, however, couldn't read this little English New Testament. Eventually, though, he found someone who could. A Dutch interpreter who told him that this book told him about God and his son Jesus Christ. The general was all the more curious. He also knew that in Japan, the Christian religion was outlawed, and anyone who followed the Christian faith risked his very life. Now, tell somebody, you can't do this. And human nature being what it is, that's the very thing the person is apt to do. General Murata was no exception. In China, he found a New Testament which he could read, and he secretly began to read the book. It made sense to him. He saw not an angry God or a God who was remotely disconnected from the planet on which he lived, but a loving God who sent his only Son to show us the way back to heaven. Eventually, General Murata began to believe in this God, and though he risked his very life and future and his career in doing this, he asked to be baptized as a Christian. Today, some five or six generations away, from the day that a soggy New Testament was plucked out of the salty waters of the ocean. There are many Japanese Christians who can trace their faith spiritually to someone who heard about this because of General Murata. Is it any wonder that this book is both revered and feared at the same time? Why does this book change the lives of people? The principal reason is that it shows you a way out of your human dilemma a way of overcoming the downward pull of your old nature. No matter how we try, apart from God's help, our best efforts end in failure and despair. So this book provides hope in an otherwise hopeless world. It says that your biggest problem, yourself and your despair, finds a solution in Jesus Christ, who is God's remedy for our predicament. Now, a final word of warning. Don't get too familiar with this book unless you are willing for this book to change your life and future. What the writer of Hebrews wrote long ago is a warning that comes on the label of a powerful prescription. Here it is. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. 
It penetrates to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitude of the heart. As this book changed a general's life, it can change yours too. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.